Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. How is everybody doing out there? This is a special Sports Beat edition. I am live here in the studio at WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Noonan. And always brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill, Christie's Cafe, and Local Grounds Coffee Company. And on the show today, I have got a special guest. He is the host of Rhino Radio Penitentiary in the mornings from 7 to 10 on this station, Monday through Friday. And he has also been a friend of mine, and I've gotten to know him, and he has given me my start as I've been on this radio station for a year. Please welcome to the show, Ryan O'Neill. Thank you very much. Uh, I guess I need somebody to clap in yes, the background. Yes, I will clap for you, you there, the, Ryan. Get the, get, the, get the audience clapping in the background. I appreciate uh, being on at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on the Sports Beat. And I've talked about having you as a guest on the show before, but this works out great. Uh, we were talking about trying to get a show going, and I'm really excited that I'm actually doing a show live in the studio here in just beautiful downtown Noonan. I know that it was a little rainy today, but we're just excited. We have got a great show, and plus the fact that doing this live is I can give you the best updated scores so far. Yeah, definitely so. Getting ready for the, the some of the best high school sports you got going on. I tell you what, uh, Georgia's got a lot of great things going on this weekend. And, uh, and of course, the Columbus River Dragons are on the road to Detroit Rock City, like I said this morning, to take on the Motor City Rockers on a three-day stay over in Detroit Rock City. Let's hope Scott don't get in trouble up there. Well, I tell you that GPB Sports have really been putting it down ever since and a couple days ago on March the 8th. State championships at the Macon Coliseum as Matt Stewart and John Nelson, Hannah Goodwin, they've all been doing a phenomenal job. Some of the scores that they had yesterday, congratulations to the 2A girls. Mount Perrin defeated Banks County 67-44 to over the 2A boys, west side of Augusta, a just a great game. 89-81 in overtime against Providence Christian. That was the team that defeated the Spencer Green Wave in the Elite Eight. And then you have the Kell Longhorns and Lady Longhorns with the clean sweep. I mean, this is rare. When we have two teams, from the girls and from the boys, getting state championships, the 5A girls, the Kell Lady Longhorns defeated Warner Robins. 57 to 36, and then you had the Kell boys defeat Eagles Landing in the Class 5A state championship. So congratulations to both Kell schools. Ryan, I mean, that is very rare when you have two high schools both win state championships in basketball, both on the boys' and the girls' side. Very, very rare, especially in this day and time. And, you know, it's exciting to know, and congratulations to those young men and young women uh, performing in a sport that – is very difficult. A lot of people just think, okay, they're in shorts, they're in tennis shoes, but, you know, uh, being on the court, hardwood, as uh, sports uh, announcers love to call it, I mean, you got to think about it. It's, it's, it's a difficult game, and it's difficult on your arms and your legs at the same time. And right now at the half, uh, we got Lumpkin County and Hebron Christian as Lumpkin County leading 30-19. to 19. I was actually watching that live on GPB Sports. But, Ryan, coming up at 3 o'clock, and this is why I like doing the show live, because we can give you the most updated scores in these high school state championships, you got Sandy Creek 
just outside of the listing area in Tyrone, Georgia, taking on Cedar Grove. Ryan, what is significant about that matchup? Wow, there's something something that I'm remembering from back in football season, and then yes, has something to do with a a playoff game and a bat call or something. Yeah, Sandy <laughs> Creek defeated Cedar Grove. And they won a state football championship, and now they're squaring off in basketball. You know, this has happened in college. You remember uh, 2007? What happened in 2007? Yes. Florida and Ohio State yeah, okay, yeah. played in the national championship. Back, back then it was called the BCS National Championship. And then Florida and Ohio State also played in the NCAA Basketball Championship that Ohio State team with Greg Oden, Mike Conley Jr., and Florida, probably the last greatest dynasty in college basketball. When they had Joe Kim Noah, Corey Brewer, you had Al Horford. And, uh, you know, we'll get into college basketball. Kansas is looking to go back-to-back for the first time since the 06-07 Florida Gators. Wow. But you look at this matchup between Sandy Creek and Cedar Grove, and I'm really excited about seeing these two teams. I was able to watch Sandy Creek take on the St. Apicelli Vikings, and that was just a very – Tough game. Sandy Creek is a powerhouse in 3A. Uh, last year, you know, actually a couple years ago, they had a talented player from Tyrone that went to Sandy Creek that went on to play at the University of Auburn. Right. We know Jabari Smith Jr., the third overall pick. War Eagle. Yeah, War Eagle. Yeah, I know you're an Auburn <laughs> fan, Ryan, but it, it's okay. Jabari Smith Jr. played for the Auburn Tigers under Bruce Pearl. He was on that team that uh, went to the Final Four in uh, 2019. And then, uh, actually, no, um, he did not. He was a, he was a freshman last year, so you know he's a one-and-done player. Uh, but, yeah, Bruce Pearl has gotten a lot of Auburn Tigers uh, to that team, and, and they're hoping to do well this year. Jabari Smith Jr. playing for the Houston Rockets. Even though the Houston Rockets don't have the greatest record in the NBA, it's nice to see local talent here in Tyrone. Ryan, if you've ever been to Tyrone, you know that they cherish Calvin Johnson. There's a sign that says, the home of Megatron. Calvin Johnson, he played at Sandy Creek. Uh, I've been a big fan of Sandy Creek and what they've done, and they're about to possibly get the clean sweep, a state championship of football, and a state championship in basketball. How about that? Well, the baseball team have to live up to yeah, you're to, next. <laughs> they have to live up to that. And of course, over in Tyrone, there's there's only a couple of things there. Uh, there's a there's one light, a traffic light, and a and and, and a statue, but that's about it. <laughs> All right, and then so later tonight we have the 6A girls. Right. They're tipping off at the Macon Complex at 5.30. You got River Ridge taking on Lovejoy. And then the 6A boys, Alexander, taking on Lee County. You know, Lee County is one of those schools. It's on the outskirts of the Chattahoochee Valley. It's on the way towards Albany. Over there in Leesburg, I mean – that's probably the biggest classification of school closest to Columbus. So good luck to Lee County. Good luck to Alexander. So I can't believe I'm saying this, Ryan, but high school basketball is wrapping up tomorrow. Wow. wow. We will close this thing out. Tip off at 11 a.m. The 1A Division I girls. You got St. Francis taking on Galloway, followed by the 1A Division I boys at 1 p.m. You got the King Ridge Christian Taking on Mount Pisgah Christian. And then the 7A girls. 5.30 p.m. You got Brookwood taking on Norcross. And then the finale. 
tipping off at 7.30 p.m. on the GPB Sports Network. You got Joseph Wheeler taking on Cherokee. The Battle of North Metro Atlanta. Times are good up in North Metro Atlanta. Joseph Wheeler, of course, they won a state title in 1994 with Sharif Rahim, who's been a legend in the city of Marietta. And his brother just so happens to coach the only team in Georgia remaining in this NCAA tournament, the Kennesaw State Owls, punching their ticket to the NCAA tournament for the first time in school history. You know, Amir Abdurrahim, he started 1-28 in his first year. Now, with that record, most athletic directors would say, I don't know if we hired the right guy. But the Kennesaw State Athletic Department was patient with him. He built his program. And I think, Ryan, that Kennesaw State, even though they got them projected to be a number 15 seed, we'll find out where Kennesaw State's going. Selection Sunday is this Sunday, March the 12th. And we will find out where, which bracket the Kennesaw State Owls are going to be in. Hopefully they'll be close. If they're here in Birmingham, you know that the Kennesaw State Owl faithful are going to make that trip to Birmingham. The, the whole city of Metro Atlanta is buzzing because of the Kennesaw State Owls. True, true. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be an exciting time for a lot of a weekend of basketball because the SEC uh, semifinals and finals are coming up this weekend as well. So we'll find out today who's going to be doing what. I mean, I know uh, right about now uh, we're in the midst of, I, I think it's Alabama whooping up on somebody right about now. Yes, and, I do have a score update. Uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide is leading Mississippi State. 47 to 23 in the quarterfinals. Uh, this is just my one of my favorite times. It's just that you have conference tournaments and they really start on Fridays because that's when the top four teams in the SEC have that double bye. So it's right. a huge advantage. Alabama's taking on Mississippi State, Tennessee is taking on Missouri, mm-hmm. and then you have Arkansas taking on Texas A&M followed by Vanderbilt and Kentucky. I think that Vanderbilt, even though they're considered a bubble team, Jerry Stackhouse wins Coach of the Year, Co-Coach of the Year in the SEC, and I think that Vanderbilt could get the upset. Tennessee was – Kentucky was a bubble team for a little bit, but they started rattling off some wins. I mean, I think their resume is very impressive because they beat Tennessee twice. Right. And I think that Kentucky is going to get in this tournament. I actually have them projected as a number seven seed or a number eight seed, but let's see how they do. If they win the SEC, I think they jump up to a number six. But right now, Ryan, my number one seeds, they're they're standing tall. It's Houston, UCLA, Bama, and Kansas. Regardless of what happens in the conference tournaments, I think that these four teams are locks to be number one seeds in this NCAA tournament. Do you see, and my question, do you see Alabama – and Tennessee playing one another tomorrow in the semifinals. Ooh, I, I think that Tennessee has got a tough task against Missouri. I think mm-hmm. Alabama is going to beat Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and I would like to see that rematch again because Tennessee did upset Alabama in Knoxville when Alabama was yes. ranked number one. And uh, Alabama is looking for some payback. I could see that. But, you know, these SEC tournament games are in Nashville, so it's practically home court for Tennessee. There you go. There you go. So, And coming up this weekend, just to throw that out there for you on WQEE, semifinals tomorrow and finals on Sunday. So we'll have those for you starting at 1245 p.m. I can't wait. All right, some of the other updates 
in college basketball. You know, Purdue, uh, one of those teams, I've actually got them projected as a number two seed. Uh, Zach Eady, she's probably going to win conference player of the year. But you know, Purdue has lost some games against some unranked opponents. They're struggling right now against Rutgers. 66-60, to 60 is, that should go final because they get 35 seconds left to go in the second half. You got Houston, they're battling with East Carolina 29 to 23. And I do think that Houston is going to be a number one overall seed, even if they lose in the conference tournament. Oh, we got a big one tonight in the semifinal in the ACC Duke and Miami. Uh, Duke has actually played themselves into at least a number, a six seed or number seven seed. I think that what John Schneider has done at Duke in. In uh, relief of Coach K has just been incredible, and I think the Duke Blue Devils is just one of those dangerous teams. But uh, let's throw it back to Kennesaw State because if they are a number fifteen seed or a number fourteen seed, can they pull off the upset? We saw Mercer do this back in twenty fourteen when they were a number fourteen seed and they knocked off Duke. All I know is all eyes are going to be on the Kennesaw State Owls as they as they make history making it into the NCAA tournament. And I could not be happier for Kennesaw State because, Ryan, as you know, I lived up in Kennesaw from 2006 to 2015. I've been to many Kennesaw State games to include the upset win against Georgia Tech in 2010. But they haven't really done anything. The Kennesaw State Owls have, well, the last time they won as many games as they had, I mean, they won 25 games, they've had an incredible season, they won 14 games in 2016 with uh, the former Boston College head coach, Al Skinner. But I think it's just a fascinating story. I love the buzz on the local TV and radio stations up in Atlanta. And uh, all i got to say is uh, hooty hoo. Hey, we got another team, the Chattahoots, that also say hooty hoo. So, you know, I love hooty the, hoo. I love just the fact that, you know, you got the Kennesaw State Owls, you got the Columbus Chattahoots. I got a Kennesaw State uh, bobblehead. You know, if I, if I paint it like orange and blue, you know, it'll be a Chattahoot mascot, pretty much. You know, the Chattahoots mascot and the Kennesaw State mascot look exactly the same, mm. but one's painted gold and black, and one's painted blue and orange. That's strange. Yeah, it, it, it is very strange. <laughs> that's that's unusual. Now, you are listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I'm live in the studio here in downtown Noonan. So right now what we are going to do is we are going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, I'm going to talk Columbus Rapids. Yes, you don't want to miss it. I got some things I got to say. All right, we'll be back. Want to give back to your community in a meaningful way? Cares for Kids is a Keller Williams Realty-founded charity in which 100% of money raised goes directly to children in need in our area. Cares for Kids helps fund local organizations like Angel's House, Coweta Casa, Elevate, and more. Help Cares for Kids reach their mission of serving 1 million children. Call 678-634-9770 today to learn more on how to be involved or text K4K Noonan to 44321 to donate. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A here in Noonan. Same great taste, the best chicken around. 
Fish Dinners, open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Dine in, take out, it's Wishbone Fried Chicken, right next door to their former location, Wishbone Fried Chicken, 31 Jackson Street, Suite A, here in Newton. Hey, sports fans, weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern, drive time on WQEE. Braves Country is a southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show. Every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern, you'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, hey, Brian Snow here. I want to invite you all to listen to the show where sports is the base and life and fun are the results. It's the Brian Snow Show, weeknights at 5 p.m. Eastern, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. I'd like to know, are you really ready for some super dynamite soul? Well, if you are, then make sure you tune in and check out my show, A 45's Affair. I'm your host, DJ Commando. You will hear R&B from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, all from my 45's collection. Tune in to check out my all-vinyl show, A 45's Affair, on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. It's A 45's Affair with DJ Commando. Hello, everyone. This is DJ Commando of A 45's Affair radio show, where I... I play all vinyl 45s. You're listening to WQEE 99.1 FM, noon in Georgia. We are back on the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, live in the studio here on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. Ryan O'Neill from Rhino Radio Penitentiary is here in the studio with me, kind of acting like my producer here. Uh, Ryan, you are just doing a phenomenal job. You know, I actually produce my own show, so the fact that you are producing my show, this is incredible, so thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, <laughs> All I got to say about that. This is what you do. This is what I do. This is what I. This is what I do. I mean, I do my own show every morning the same way. I'm producing it. I'm putting all the programming in, you know, and and uh, I got a, a list of things I talk about in my composition book as well. So it's just what I do. It's it's a second nature to me, as as they would say. <laughs> all right, seven seven zero three four seven nine nine four seven is the station number if you want to call in and chime in on what's on your mind. But uh, right now. Uh, you know, the moment I've all been waiting for, you know, I've had a lot on my mind. I've had a lot of people reach out to me and supported me. So I made it official. I've officially resigned as the announcer of the Columbus Rapids. Uh, it was a very tough decision, uh, but I feel like for my broadcasting career, it's the best decision for me right now based on the events that happened over the past 24 hours. 
So for those of you that haven't been aware, the Columbus Rapids were supposed to be playing a three-game series this weekend at the Columbus Civic Center against the Memphis Americans and the Fayetteville Fury. These games have been postponed. And with that being said, because those games are up in the air and I'm looking at the schedule for all the other things that I'm doing as far as broadcasting on the high school level, that I just don't think it's feasible for me to commit to a season. So the ball is in the ownership court. I want them to get an announcer to replace me because I just didn't want to be the only Rapids announcer guy. Does this mean I'm, am I ever going to call Columbus Rapids games ever again? Well, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't mind filling in. I really want them to get a full-time guy because I focus on this podcast. I do high school baseball with Thrift Barringer. I've called high school basketball with Thrift. And I really just want to focus on that. I have fun doing it. Don't get me wrong. I love the Columbus Rapids. It's a great organization. And uh, the team was really good this year. I was really looking forward to these uh, games against the Memphis Americans. Of course, this is our longtime bitter rival. And, you know, being Facebook friends with Corey Adamson, he's the player coach. He's the modern-day Jackie Moon of the Memphis Americans. And we just banter back and forth. You know, there's just good, just clean I'm not going to say clean, old-fashioned hate because that's uh, the Georgia and Georgia Tech. But, you know, it's a good rivalry between these two teams in the NISL. And uh, they will reschedule these games. And uh, I hope that they're able to get an announcer in that is passionate about the Rapids, that knows soccer. And I'm willing to help as much as I can. I, I've actually am interested in, in just attending some Rapids games and just being a fan. Because I love this team. They've got a great team. Both teams are 3-3 three and three on the season. You have just an incredible lineup of just outstanding athletes. And I really just appreciate the Rapids organization just for giving me my start. I believe you know Coach Jason Gibson, of the former of the Columbus Lions, reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be the announcer for the Rapids. Now at the time... It was about a year and a couple months ago, right around December of 2021. At the time, I was the public address announcer for Russell County, which I was doing since August of 2021. As many of you know, I've done this podcast for over three years now. I've had over uh, close to 600 episodes. I'm approaching my 600th episode, which is a great milestone for a podcaster that grinds as much as I do because I do this show five days a week. You know, sometimes I don't come with it all hour. Sometimes I'll, I'll give you a 10-minute show and you get most of the best of shows. But, Ryan, you don't mind that because you like hearing Dave Plata every now and, yes. and then. You know? <laughs> yes, especially Dave, yeah. <laughs> I've had some great guests. I've had Thrift Barringer. He started to become a regular. Yes. I'm hoping that he calls in. I gave him a oh, number to really? the station. Uh, Jack Patterson. Uh, so the thing about uh, Jack Patterson, we did the interview late Friday night. I just I wanted to get some local guys from Columbus just to talk high school basketball. We were really committed to high school basketball. But i got to tell you, uh, Thrift called an amazing junior high championship at Columbus State with a double coverage as uh, TJ. It, it was just incredible. There was like the most fans I've ever seen at the Lumpkin Center. I mean, they, they really – Packed that place, and congratulations to Aaron Cohn for uh, winning the the junior high uh, championship. Bragging rights in the city of Columbus, Aaron Cohn. Which you know, if my girls do go to a middle school, Aaron Cohn would be it. You know, because we we actually live close to Aaron Cohn, and, and I'm just really excited that they were able to win 
that uh, junior high championship for Columbus. I also want to remind all my listeners that March the 16th at the St. Luke's Ministry Center at 11.30 a.m. is the third annual Saymark Foundation, the basketball awards luncheon for the boys and the girls. They are also going to include the middle school teams in the Fountain City. There's a lot of teams that we've got to recognize, the Glenwood Gators, for winning the state championship at the AISA. And uh, you know the Valley Rams should get some recognition. I thought that Valley had an incredible, perfect 33-0 season. What a way to end the chapter in Valley's history. And now, Ryan, they're going to be called something else. Champions. They are called champions. They're champions. But I started throwing out <laughs> some guesses of what I think they'll be called. Okay, what would that be? Chambers County. Oh, for the new high school. I yeah, think the Chambers new high school will be called Chambers County. I don't know what mascot they're going to have, but if you don't know, Lafayette and Valley are going to merge as one. Mm-hmm. Lafayette was good in basketball. So you got Lafayette and Valley merging as one. I mean, they could possibly maybe go to 6A. I believe I can see 6A. Their football teams are coming together. You've got some great players on the Bulldogs team. I mean, last year no nobody really saw all that much with the Lafayette Bulldogs, but – uh, their coaching staff is a fantastic coaching staff, and the and the young men that play for the Bulldogs play their hearts out. But uh, last season, they know that that was going to be their last season as it becomes one school. Chambers County, yeah, that could that could be the name of the school. I like it. I like it too. But they they're probably going to come up with a couple other things. I don't know whether it's going to be called the Valley the Fed School or it's just going to stay as Valley because it's in the school's going to be in Valley. The high schools will be in Valley. I do know that the junior high, the elementary schools still are going to be staying over in Lafette, so the kids will still be there. So um, we have a lot of connections from this station to that area, so I know. But to see Valley High be Valley High and winning, I know this school is close to my heart. It is. And and I know this school, and I remember when the basketball team was as hot as it is this one is. And to see these young men take that championship in the, quote, final year of Valley High School Ram basketball, it, 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 it brings a tear to everybody's eyes. So congratulations once again. It, it, it does. But when you follow a team from start to finish, like I've been covering all these high school right. teams on my podcast. So like, like on Fridays, I did my high school football show. I try to include basketball. So I've covered Valley from start to finish. And what head coach Marshawn Harper has done, I mean, he's got a young team. Yeah. Cam Dooley is only a junior. Like Cam Dooley took over that game yeah. against Charles Henderson. You yeah. know, luckily I subscribed to the NFHS network. <laughs> I, I had to get my monthly subscription. That was like worth the eleven ninety nine that, that I was. paid for it because I got to see Hardaway in the Final Four that they did lose to Griffin. Right. I got to see Central in the state championship against Hoover, but they did lose. Uh, unfortunately, St. Ampicelli was not on the NFHS network because the GIAA has their own network. They lost a heartbreaker to oh, yeah. uh, Stratford Academy. I know that Thrift Berenger was there in attendance, and I know that it, it, that had to have been tough for head coach Corey Black and, and that team that really wanted to win a championship so bad. Definitely so. And and we do have to do a shout-out to Griffin because they're not too far from where we're at, about uh, probably an hour or less than an hour from Noonan. But uh, because of the – tornado that came through there uh a few months back yes this has got to be something to get it's, that community up yeah it's healing for the city of griffin and then also i want to say a big shout out to fayette county uh the fayette oh, county yes. boys for making it to the state championship but they they did lose to pace academy uh, i was actually watching that game on gpb sports 
And like I said, in about 30 minutes, tipping off is Sandy Creek and Cedar Grove. And uh, I just couldn't be happier. And uh, Ryan, we just, we just have a lot of sports to, to cover. But uh, let's talk about the World Baseball Classic. I, this is my favorite event. I mean, I know that we got the Olympics, we got the World Cup. But the World Baseball Classic, let me tell you, Shohei Itani is putting on a show. No pun intended. <laughs> Japan yeah. defeated Korea 13-4. to They are 2-0. The Netherlands are 2-0. Of course, Group A and Group B are playing early like they always do. The United States, they are getting ready because tomorrow, and you can watch this game, nationally televised game, the United States is taking on Great Britain. I think the United States should be the favorites to win this. They won it back in 2017. I just love the fact they got Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Nolan Arenado, Tim Anderson, Paul Goldschmidt. They have, like you would call, a murderer's row of players. Now, the, the pitching, you know, they do have some veterans, like you have a Clayton Kershaw. But you you got to see, pitching usually wins these things. I just want to see what type of pitching the Dominican Republic is going to come out with. And I'm rooting for Venezuela because Ronald Acuna Jr. And also Miguel Cabrera. He's played in every single World Baseball Classic since 2006. Miguel, the ageless one, he's like over 40. He's playing in the World Baseball Classic because you know it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big, big deal. And, and, I mean, it's exciting to have that going on. And with spring training right now, I mean, we're not too far away from the beginning of Summer baseball season with the Atlanta Braves, the, you know, I guess the Blue Jays. we got to say that because it's Rod Peterson's uh, team. The White Sox, which is Brian's team. So we have to say hello to all. Big shout out to the Blue Jays and White Sox. There you go. we got to do that for the guys here. Also, you know, um, speaking of that, we got the Chattahoots uh, right here on the network here beginning. uh, May 28th is going to be the first preseason game. That is the exhibition game. Exhibition game with... The Chocolaca Monsters. Of course. 2.05 p.m. right here on a Sunday. Sunday, uh, we're going to have a Sunday afternoon baseball game. That would be a very interesting game to go to. Uh, as, of course, and I appreciate you you know, for the tickets last year, going to about eight Chattahoots games last year. My family just enjoyed it, just hanging out at the ballpark. You guys love baseball. That's we do. <laughs> well, you know, my, I have two small children, so, you know, they'll just – play with our smartphones, and they don't really care. And they want to get a hot dog. I mean, obviously, that's why they yes. go to a baseball game. Yes. Me but too. <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but one of the most coolest moments was uh, the producer, uh, Brandon Schweibel, actually. You know, I know him from, you know, being at the Civic Center. Uh, brought me up to the press box, and I got to witness Zach DeBozart. By the way, happy birthday, Zach. Uh-oh. Uh, I got to witness him calling any. Up yeah. there, and it, you got to understand, it was a hot, muggy June. I know, and it, it was like ninety degrees outside, and there was so much AC blowing in that mm, press box. It was, it was feel good in there. It made me realize <laughs> this is where I need to be. Yeah, inside with the air. <laughs> no, this is where I need to be. I, I, I need to be calling a game. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. And, and, and that's going to come. And I'm telling you, I can't wait for that. We're going to have the. Uh, exhibition games here on the network. June will be the first. Uh, I think June third is the first one with the Watleska Wild Things. Can't wait for Chattahoots baseball. We got hats in the studio. So are we giving away hats or what are we doing? <laughs> uh, these are these are for these are for me. Yeah, Those are your hats. Oh, for okay. The, for the station, yeah. Thanks to Scott Brand. Oh, and happy shout birthday, out to Scott Brand. 
Yeah. Happy birthday, Zach, and we do miss you, but we're glad to have our man, Tom Callahan. Yes. Well, well first of all, Zach turning 30, the big 3-0. He's uh, getting old. Yeah, uh, not as old as not as old as us, Ryan. But uh, Tom Callahan, we really we welcome him with open arms. A lot of experience as a play by play announcer. Uh, I've reached out to him. I'm hoping to get him on my podcast. Uh, but don't forget that he hosts the Air Force Heating and Air pregame show. To that's going to be today because yep. the River Dragons are in action against the Motor City Rockers Woo! today, and you know they are tied. With the best record in the Federal Prospects Hockey League, Dan Barry has been catching up with him. I know that I know, the key yeah. is to get home ice, but what the River Dragons have done, I love the mixture of of the players: Jacob Kelly, Jay Krub, Alex Storjahan. I mean, you've got the mixture of veteran players like Austin Doe, and then you have like a Cody Wick line that's just filling right in. And what Scott Brand has done as a GM has just been incredible. And Boom Boom Bouchard, he said that this oh, is the man. best. River Dragons team, well, best hockey team because he used to coach the Cottonmouths. Yes. This is the best hockey team he's seen in a long time, maybe since 98. Well, you're talking about the River Dragons three-game weekend this weekend. Tonight, 7.30 puck drop. Tomorrow night, 6 o'clock puck drop. And Sunday at 2 o'clock puck drop against the Motor City Rockers. Uh, I thought Tom almost lost his job Saturday night because during the next-gen night, he had a young man named Bryce from Columbus who goes to Calvary School over there, Calvary Christian School. The kid, 12 years old, he was calling the game better than better than a lot of people you and I know call high school football. <laughs> he is, he's got a bright future in broadcasting. It made me wish that I could have done something like that when I was 12. But, I know, know, right? But that, that's got to be like a chance of a lifetime. It kind of reminded me like when I took my my two girls up in the press box when I was calling the Rapids game. Right. They sat in my lap, and I, I called the game. And it was just – it was just one of those moments where, you know, you want to spend time with your kids. Mm-hmm. They're proud of what you do. And I'm trying to mix the two of them together, like invite them to these sporting events that I call. Right. Like I was calling a Shaw basketball game as the public address announcer, and my youngest was was right there beside me while I was calling the game. I mean, I'm watching my kid, but I'm also calling a game. I, I actually love it. It's just a, a great feeling to do that. Definitely so. Well, before we before you get ready to move on, probably take a break. Yeah, we need to take a break. Um, and I do want to ask you one thing. What do you think about the weekend series with the Rockers this weekend with our Columbus River Dragons? They've got to win all three because yep. right now the key is to get home ice. Uh, Motor City Rockers is an expansion team, but they are in third place in their division. And I know it's snowing up there. I know that you know yeah, Scott yeah. Brand has been posting photos on Facebook of that snowy weather up in Detroit. And, you know, the, the thing about when you have a minor league hockey team, they love their hockey in Detroit right. because the oh, Detroit yeah. Dragons. The Motor City Rockers is really the opportunity for hockey fans who not, may not necessarily afford a Red Wings game. Right, exactly. So they, they get to go see. And you know they're going to rock that place because they have passionate fans in the Motor City. So River Dragons, Motor City Rockers, tonight puck drop at 730. But don't forget – the Air Force Heating and Air pregame show with Tom Callahan, your play-by-play announcer for the River Dragons. We're going to go ahead and take a break, but when we come back, Ryan, we got to talk NFL free agency. It's only a couple days away. The three-year anniversary of March 11, 2020. And we also got to talk about the Oscars this Sunday. I got a few thoughts. Not necessarily on Best Picture, but what's going to happen at the Oscars this year? <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a few.
cars will break down. And when they do, it's too late. If your car is out of warranty, it leaves you with two choices. Get stuck paying for expensive repairs or one phone call to CarShield. Their administrators pay for your covered repairs so you don't have to. Your coverage includes roadside assistance, towing, rental, and so much more. Plus, with their nationwide network, you choose the mechanic or dealer. Best of all, there's coverage for every wallet size. Make the smart call before it's too late. Call CarShield today. Primetime Amusement, along with Jordan Communications, LLC, will be in Lynette, Alabama for five days, April 5th through the 9th, to kick off the Lynette Spring Carnival. With over 30 rides and games to choose from for the entire family, Ring of Fire, Hurricane, Alibaba, Wacky Shack, the Eli 16-Wheel, and more. Free admission, free parking, wristbands every night. The Lynette Spring Carnival in the Old Mill parking lot in Lynette, Alabama, April 5th through the 9th. Presented by Primetime Amusement and Jordan Communications. See you at the carnival. Moving is a big decision. Selling or buying a home in any market, but especially today's, can raise a lot of questions. Hi, I'm Amy with Killingsworth Realty. My husband Todd and I serve the Coweta and local area. Our purpose at our first meeting is to learn your goals, answer questions, and provide resources so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. Find us online at killingsworthrealty.com or call 678-525-0047 to schedule a free consultation today to discuss your real estate needs. You don't have to do this alone. Keep your home safe with HomeScan Inspections. Our licensed and accredited professionals know exactly what to look for in order to prevent safety hazards and costly defects that may be found in your home. Ask about our free roof and termite inspections to ensure all areas are covered. Visit HomeScanInspector.com or send a text to 770-855-5678. HomeScan Inspections, where knowing matters. Time is running out to catch your first place Columbus River Dragons during the FPHL regular season. With just a handful of home games remaining, now is your time to check out the hottest team on ice. Single seats start as low as just $9 and are on sale for all remaining River Dragons regular season home games through the Columbus Civic Center box office and online at Ticketmaster.com. River Dragons Hockey, get fired up. Hello everyone, this is DJ Commando of a 45's Affair radio show where I play all vinyl 45's. You're listening to WQEE 99.1 FM, noon in Georgia. Welcome back to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, live in downtown Noonan here on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, live in the radio station here with Ryan O'Neill, host of Ryan O'Radio Penitentiary in the mornings from 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. And Ryan, you are acting as my producer on this show, so thank you so much. But we've got a special caller on the line. It's Sports Vision's Thrift Behringer. He's been a local guest on my podcast at least once a week, been doing a phenomenal job calling high school basketball, and now we're about to transition into high school baseball. Thrift, welcome to the show. Thanks, man, and looking forward to uh, talking to you as always. Um, yeah, we got baseball. Basketball season is finally coming to an end. We haven't been able to talk to each other since last week's state championship run for the Brookstone Cougar Girls and the Michelli Vikings. Boys, Central Boys. So, looking forward to chopping up with you for a few minutes, Richard, and just glad to be on uh, the sports beat, man. All right, and you can listen to Thrip Berger on Flavor 92.1 down in Columbus, Georgia, from 4 to 6 on Mondays and Thursdays with the legendary DJ Jones. 
as they do just a great job. I've really appreciated getting to know you and DJ over the past year. And uh, Thrift, i got to tell you, as we close out this segment, this is the final segment here on the show. Uh, tomorrow is the three-year anniversary of March 11, 2020. This is a very historic moment in our lives because, you know, we deal with sports on a daily basis. Thrift, do you remember where you were when sports completely stopped? We did not have sports for an entire two months, and we were actually getting on the radio and the podcast and talking about the Last Dance documentary because there was nothing else going on. Exactly right. And uh, I remember uh, remember doing a podcast called The Johnny Bucket Show with Thrift Barringer. Johnny Bucket is a.k.a. Jonathan Chesky. I'm um, from around this area, big-time media personality. Now he's a 40-year-old that's playing at Stephen F. Austin, a Division One golf, and he's also doing ESPN Plus games and stuff like that. He's been a long-time friend of mine. And so we had just started a podcast for about four or five months, and it was about to start conference schedule. And I remember we were talking about Auburn and Kentucky, the, the two premier teams that year in the SEC, the NCAA tournament coming on next year. We're talking about teams that could win it. And when we finished the podcast and uploaded it, we're sitting there and we see the news about the NBA spending the season with Rudy Gobert. And we knew what was about to happen after that. It, it changed you know, the trajectory of that podcast. It changed the trajectory of what I was going to do with my career. Because at that point, I had not started sports yet. I wasn't given the opportunity. Um, so it, it was a life-changing thing, not just for people there in the media, but, of course, sports and everyone in general. So I do remember that vividly, and I remember having that empty feeling in my stomach, Richard, like not knowing what's about to happen, scared about are we going to have sports again, scared is this about to be like some type of pandemic where we're, our life's about to be changed, like a zombie apocalypse almost, because that's the first thought you think of with all the movies that you've seen. Um, but looking at it now, three years later, um, some good things have come out of that pandemic. But I do remember that night very vividly at PNB Broadcasting, where we were doing our podcast, and wondering what the heck is about to happen. Yeah, Thrift, I mean, we're thriving now three years later. I mean, right around this time, I mean, we had the March Madness. We had the NBA going on. KD is going to miss the regular season, and I still think the Phoenix Suns could be one of the favorites to win the West, but they are talking in the NBA about if LeBron comes back and he turns on the switch and the Lakers get into that play-in game, they win two games, they get the number eight seed, who do you like in the first-round matchup if it is the Lakers at the Denver Nuggets? Uh, I definitely like the Denver Nuggets because they have no one that can guard um, Nikola Jokic. He is a mismatch nightmare for that team. I do like Jared Vanderbilt. He has been someone that has been a 3-and-D guy. He is 6'8". He can guard 1-5. through five. He's been an incredible pickup since the All-Star break. But with that being said, it's just hard for me to believe in anything Lakers unless I can have a fully healthy Anthony Davis and a fully healthy D'Angelo Russell and a fully healthy LeBron James. And you heard I said fully healthy, not 75%, 80 100%. And I don't know if we're ever going to get that, especially this year with this Lakers team. So I'd definitely go with the Nuggets. You brought up KD. It's just a sad situation knowing how much I love KD, how much he loves the game, that he got four four games in his career with the Suns. He's been on a tear, averaging 27 a game. The fact that he tore his Achilles, basically, and still can come in after missing so much time and look like the same old KD, 
it's really incredible what type of basketball player he is, and he's definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. But if the Suns do not have Kevin Durant and he's not 100% healthy, I don't know if the Suns can win. And if you look right now in the West, aside from the Nuggets, the Suns were a favorite. I would have to put it crazy for me to say this, the Clippers as a team that should be in the, in the leader's bracket there. Another team? How about your Sacramento team? Oh, yeah. Who are now the number two team in the NBA West. I'm going to say that one more time because it hasn't been said in 20 years. The Sacramento Kings has the second-best record tied with the Memphis Grizzlies right now in the NBA West. It is up for grabs. East is a lot better, but 1 through 10, um, 1 through 8, I, even you put the Lakers and they're healthy, all these teams in the West are pretty much the same no matter the record. I'm looking forward to the NBA playoffs, and I'm hoping for the sake of just being an NBA fan that every team is fully healthy and we can get playoffs and matchups that we have been dreaming of. Thrift, I'm also really excited about calling some high school baseball games with you on your Facebook page. Uh, I've really had a blast calling that Pacelli Glenwood game and some of the basketball games. And I'm, I feel bad that I missed that junior high game. We were talking about this on the show. Aaron Cohn in overtime at Columbus State University. What an atmosphere at the Lumpkin Center. I don't think I've ever seen as many fans as there were piled into the Lumpkin Center on the campus at Columbus State. Yeah, we did the Spencer Northside Muskogee County Christmas Tournament Championship, and we had close to 100 people viewing at one time, over 2,000 views on that video. This, this eclipsed eclipse that by tenfold. Uh, we had 150 people watching, close to 200 at one time at the end of that game, and it is already up to 3,000 views. It's pretty incredible what the middle school championship brought in between Aaron Cohen and Richard. Two elite players and T.J. Woodson and Xavier Davies are only seventh graders, but in their classification, they're ranked both top five in the state. And there's a lot of middle schoolers in the state of Georgia, and that's how good these two uh, young gentlemen are. So looking forward to their bright future. Enjoyed it. Let me tell you what happened last week. I got called the middle school semifinals on Wednesday at Carver for the boys. Two games, incredible games. Thursday went to the Bacelli Final Four, and they took George Walton to the shed and beat them like a drum by 25 points. Friday, and that was in Macon at Mercer. Friday, I called the middle school championship at Columbus State on my Facebook page, Thrift Behringer, and then on Saturday, I got to see an incredible game, very atrociously called game by the referees, but a heartbreaking loss to the Bacelli Vikings as they lost to Stratford by one point on an and one with 10 seconds to go. Pretty fun week, busy week. Um, I, I, I can say I'm glad the season's over because I'm exhausted, but also sad that I don't get to call any more fantastic games. And, Richard, you were a great partner of mine. We got to do the Brooksville Pacelli Elite Eight game, and that's a rivalry game playing an Elite Eight to go to the Final Four at Stratford. That had over 3,000 views. We had a lot of people watching that game. We had a lot of fun this year. Looking forward to baseball season, as you talked about, and just continue to grind and get better. And there's a lot of good athletes, whether it be baseball, basketball, softball, soccer, football, around the Columbus and Muskogee County and Tri-City area. 
Thrift, I've always enjoyed you just being a guest here on the Sports Beat. And now we're live here in the studio. I'm super excited that I actually get to do this show live. Of course, you can catch Thrift Barringer live every Monday and Thursday on Flavor 92.1 in Columbus, also on Facebook Live. Uh, just tell all the listeners out there just the show that you and DJ Jones have down there in Columbus. Yeah, for those who don't know, um, DJ Jones is a graduate of Georgia. He plays for the 1980 National Championship team. He was part of the winningest um, Georgia class in the history of, of Bulldogs football from 1980 to 1983. He won three straight SC championships, the National Championship, played in a Super Bowl. And him and his partner, Dell Williams, created Sports Visions in 2004. Um, it turned into an awards luncheon TV show. So now we're a radio show, and me and DJ keep grinding every day. Next Thursday, Sam Mitchell, the former NBA Coach of the Year, and Mark Upshaw created the Sam Mark Foundation, and they do a basketball awards luncheon from middle school and high school around the Tri-City area. Over 15 different high schools that are going to be there involved in it. Looking forward to giving them the exposure they deserve. Me and DJ will be hosting, of course. And then, uh, yes, yeah, tune in every Monday and Thursday on 4 to 6 p.m. Flavor 92.1, Flavor921.com, the Sports Business Radio app. And, of course, the Sports Business Facebook page. And, Richard, we always appreciate your support. We love partnering with you. And I'm looking forward to uh, baseball season up here coming up in the spring. All right, absolutely. Thanks, Thrift. Thanks, man. All right, that was Thrift Berger from Sports Visions. Ryan, I think we're about to close this show. Oh, man, it has been fun. I'm really super excited. I hope that this is not like a one-time thing. I'm hoping that I can come in the studio as, as often as I possibly can. Of course, with my busy work schedule, it is going to be tough. But, uh, Ryan, thank you so much just for producing the show, and it's just been fun. You're very much welcome. I appreciate you coming in live. All right. Well, hey, stay tuned for Braves Country Baseball with Mac McGee and the armchair quarterbacks, followed by Brian Snow. Don't forget the Air Force Heating and Air pregame show with Tom Callahan. River Dragons are in action in the Motor City tonight, taking on the Motor City Rockers in snowy Detroit. That's all the time we have here on the show. I want to thank all my listeners who have downloaded and subscribed to my podcast. Don't forget that you can also like and subscribe to my Facebook and Twitter. My Twitter handle is sports at Richard H. You can also find me on Facebook, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hope everybody enjoys the rest of your weekend. Stay tuned for Monday as Ryan O'Neill will be back here on the radio station for the Rhino Radio Penitentiary in the mornings from 7 to 10 next Monday. I hope everybody enjoys the rest of your weekend. Bye. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.